that thing was like taped like three layers of tape across the box and then and then it had a, a bubble wrap taped around it and then it had another bubble wrap taped around it and each bubble wrap layer had like three layers of tape on it and then it had an outer box with three layers of tape on it wow. it took me like 15 minutes to get that thing open I'm just I'm amazed it actually showed up. I, I did submit a support claim saying that I thought it was a scam and that I was never going to see it. And um, so I'm really glad you got it. I mean, it was all in Chinese, so it could have been. Yeah, oh, I definitely the, the company was called Feel Good Gifts. So I thought, hmm. <laughs> I get that, I'll just Google that. I'm sure it'll go swimmingly. <laughs> I was wondering right, I'm why. Start taking us live on Facebook. So no more feel good jokes. <laughs> Nope, we're we're live. Uh, it says yeah, yeah. George Acorn is live right now. So yeah, right. So everybody, we're. Uh, why am I only seeing you and me, Tali? Can you say something? Yep, I got it. Bueller. I'm not. <laughs> well, I guess it would be delayed. So anyway, so sorry everybody. We're trying to get ourselves sorted. It's been a while since we've done a Facebook Live from Zoom. It's Bill, myself, and Talia. But fortunately for you all, you just get to look at pretty old me and Bill. So yeah. And uh, which is a shame because Tali's got this great ad for uh, for the sweepstakes up. So why don't we start first with like we're, we haven't done an unfair advantage podcast in a while. Uh, we recently had to change platforms, which we moved to um, Anchor, which is Spotify's platform. Is that right, Talia? Um, I know it's hosted with Spotify, but it is not, uh, inherently Spotify. But anyway, uh, we're on some new platforms. We're back on or, uh, on um, Apple and whatever. Uh, it's back and all those old podcasts are there. Uh, we're going to get back in practice of doing some more, uh, particularly pr- like with some guests or people we're talking to for the magazine, uh, which kind of leads me to today's podcast. We decided to do a team uh, rather than having somebody, a guest on like we often do. We're going to do a team show today and kind of go through some stuff about the magazine, actually, because we recently did a survey. So before we jump into that survey, which was a lot of questions about the magazine itself, would either one of you want to tell them what the survey was or what makes that, what we're giving away today as a result of that survey? Sure. We sent out a membership survey back in, it's a couple of months ago now at this point. Um, and what we did was we pulled all of the active members, obviously, with, um, Several questions: uh, How satisfied are you with the club? Um, you know what? Uh, what do you like about Quattro Magazine? Um, that kind of stuff. Silvercar yeah. sponsored the survey, right? And yes. So we we have a prize from Silvercar, which is pretty bad. Yep. So Silvercar Biotti uh, uh, gave us um, a prize to randomly pick from all the people who uh, did the survey, and we're going to randomly pick one. So, <laughs> and we'll tell you what, what the prize is. Oh, what did they get? Well, you get a three-day free rental from Silver Car by Audi, uh, located across the, the U.S. I mean, we uh, can help you look for locations of, uh, um, of Silver Car uh, locations, but three days with a Silver Car. Come on. So you need a loaner or you just want to go put some miles on somebody else's car? Silver Car. Every car is an Audi. Can't go wrong. Nope. Yeah. All right. And so then today, obviously, you see Bill's on there. He's the usual on this show. So no big deal. Talia Pakala has also joined us. Talia is on the Audi Club staff now, and she's she joined us back in February and does uh, events, sponsorship, wow. <laughs> really everything else, everything else that we do. It's probably her. So hi, Talia. Hi. And I'm just here for moral support because you guys are absolutely killing it. So Feel free to so, let me know if I need some mic mic upgrades. <laughs> one of the things we noticed when Tali used to work for APR, who most people in this space will know, is when we would interview and do some stuff with APR on Facebook Live, she was not the most fond of going live with us because, uh, I don't know, because she's better than us or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. seems kind of snobby. But, all right. So I'll jump into this. Uh, Tally, I won't put you on the spot anymore. I've already, <laughs> I've already done enough. But um, 
So I want to point this out. The, the first question we asked, and by the way, we're going to, we're going to go through a lot of this. Uh, and if you have uh, questions or comments, uh, you want to tell us how terrible we are, how great we are, whatever, in regards to the magazine, please do. This survey covered a lot of bases. We're not covering all those bases. We're only going to cover the magazine. Some of it's entertaining, though, because we got some pretty good comments. And I'll try and like answer some questions or maybe comment on some comments, uh, particularly the most egregious. They're always the most fun. Uh, but anyway, one of the first things we asked was, how satisfied are you with the magazine? I think we're doing okay. We got, um, let's see, you're very satisfied. We got 704 votes, which was like 68% of the voting. Uh, we got somewhat satisfied. Seems like room for improvement, but 279, uh, 27%. Uh, somewhat dissatisfied, 35 votes. Uh, so I'm not doing too well as editor of the magazine with those people, but that's 3.4%. And then uh, very dissatisfied, uh, pick the bastard out. That's probably about where that goes. There are 13 of y'all, uh, lucky 13, and that's 1.26%. So I think overall we're doing positive, but we're always looking to improve and always happy to listen to critique. Um, again, we're going to have some here. So uh, we're even going to lead with one maybe a little bit. <laughs> so uh, we'll get to that. But if Sorry. you have comments, we're watching the comments on the Facebook Live. So uh, feel free to uh, to add if you, uh, I don't know, if you have some thoughts one way or the other. So first uh, first comment from somebody uh, was, or I guess the answer is, what do you think could be improved about Quattro Magazine? So you, we're going to get all comers, right? First one is marketing crap from Audi, remove. <laughs> so like, I, so really quick, this is a magazine for Audi Club North America. Uh, so we are pro Audi, right? Like that's, it's a club for people who really like owning Audi. So uh Anyway, we're going to, you know, have Audi. I don't know that's marketing crap. I think it's marketing crap, Bill. Uh, well, I mean, it's not propaganda. I mean, it's, say, it's not marketing crap. It's marketing I mean, crap, it's, Well, I mean, how 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 we find you want me to say it? No, I don't think it's marketing yes. crap. I mean, we do, you know, a, a section that we do in a magazine is Audi News, right? What's the different yeah. models that are coming out, any kind of spy photos that we are, uh, that uh, that we get i mean that's it's audi news and i you know yeah i could see so I how say some people yes i could see how some people think that it may be propaganda from audi but it's not yeah. cover to cover it's audi stuff so it may seem that way i will say i so in this space i used to do a website called fortitude it was all about audi uh, i was independent completely uh not part of audi club but i would say there was more hands-on at least interaction from Audi and thoughts about what we covered and even comments sometimes if I covered something that didn't really go the way I guess they expected uh but but uh with this we kind of we're kind of given our own I have yet to get to any negative comments from maybe that means I'm doing too much marketing crap but but we really don't ask them what to cover uh and we try and do things that are more uh, what we think on trend or interesting to current members. So that's might be events that people are doing, but also like with the current issue, which is off-road, uh, they are selling a lot more uh, SUVs nowadays. I think that was like 70 some percent of sales last month were, were SUVs, but actually not really much SUV stuff in that issue. It's a lot of like wagons and lifted other things. So um, yeah, we don't really try and tow a line, but it, of course we're going to be pro Audi. So uh, next comment, nothing really. The new version is a huge improvement. Thanks. That's probably one of the 77%. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, um, we, 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 yeah, we redesigned it back in 2019, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one's interesting. It's, it's some constructive criticism from what sounds like a magazine aficionado. Uh, but he says, car, car and drivers is an excellent magazine to emulate. Uh, yes, we all love Audi, uh, but it seems like it would be nice if you had an unbiased comparison of Audi models in specific situations. For example, Q3 versus Q5 or Q7 versus Q8 on a road trip or off-road, or is it worth the upgrade type of articles for new model years, uh, et cetera. I have a 2016 A7. Is the 2021 model worth an upgrade or should I wait a couple more years? Probably, actually, that's actually a pretty good idea. Maybe we yeah. do some like a summary of... Um, well, uh, let me jump around, but a summary of like what the model year changes are when they do the order guide. Uh, and maybe we can kind of touch on that, that people might see uh, that. I will say, so the way this works with cars, right? I'd love to do comparison articles. Of course, we're out of clubs, so I don't think we call up, you know, Mercedes or BMW PR and we're like, hey, we want to do a comparison with your SUVs. 
They're gonna be like, yeah, no thanks, guys. Take hike. Um, but but who knows? Uh, otherwise, we have done some some version comparisons in the last year. Uh, they weren't really direct comparisons. Like we did Q5 hybrid versus e-tron, um, kind of stuff like that. So we're starting to do more biased or unbiased. I mean, I think I'm pretty good at being unbiased, but again, it's, it's Audi club and their magazine. So, um, obviously we're going to be probably going to be a little rah-rah home team. Sorry about that. But, uh, I think the line I always used at Fortitude was like, uh, it's an Audi pan site. It's not, Edward Armorell stuff, right? So, so car and driver is very much a really great in-depth, um, you know, an in, in-market in product comparison, Motor Trend also, um, a lot of sites out there that kind of cover that kind of stuff. Uh, but we'll do our best to do more comparisons. And certainly I think that's a good note. I think we just covered A3S3 until I went to Colorado and drove that. And as an A3 owner and RS3 owner, um, she spoke to it, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do more of that. Is it worth buying the new one? Uh, certainly. Uh, let's see here. Some of the ads that state upgrade your stage one and two and keep your warranty a little misleading. Um, well, yeah. Advertisers, that's kind of their space. They control it. Right. So, um, when they buy an ad where, you know, it's, it's kind of on them that they can't false advertise. I can say just from my own perspective, what I've seen in the past, right? Like Audi doesn't, there was always that perspective back in the Stasis days. Uh, if you remember a, a tuning company called Stasis, where there was this assumption of a lot of people that, that warranties were, that Audi just covered the warranty on that. And that kind of gave uh, a bit of a challenge for other players in the space. There are players in the space that offer warranties. Those are their own warranty. So um, the warranty of a, of a tuner or an aftermarket company will cover the car for failures associated with, I assume, uh, read their warranty because I'm not an expert on that, but it's not, it doesn't, it's, it, it's not under the Audi warranty umbrella. So, uh, so anytime you're tuning, I think it's pay to play. That's the opinion I take, right? Like I, I have an RS6 right now and I, I can barely afford it. So I'm not exactly looking to like turn it up to stage three and break crap. Um, but, you know, so even if it were warrantied, I, I'm very reliant upon that that new car warranty with this car. And um, not that I've needed it, but it's nice having that coverage. And if you get, you know, flagged and you lose that warranty, that's kind of a big deal. So uh, so whenever you're doing that sort of tuning, again, pay to play, talk to your tech advisor, ask them. But, yeah, I, I would anytime there's a warranty in play, that's an additional warranty from that company doesn't cover the whole car. It just covers the components you're adding or associated failures. So um, again, read up on it. Don't, you know, I, there were a lot of assumptions made back in the old days that it just kind of Audi covered everything. They didn't. Uh, that's not what was uh, agreed upon by Audi and, and, and never was, but there were a lot of people assuming that. So worth doing your homework. If you're buying anything expensive for your expensive car, uh, don't just assume that, you know, told there's a warranty and you're good. I, I would definitely look into it. It's great because it provides coverage. If you want to tune, awesome but um but dear homework don't don't rely on just the word warranty to cover you uh let's see here more diversity in the writers seems like the same people all the time hey that's a good point time to point out um yeah we added because it's a lot of dudes normally we added a couple women contributors uh this last year which i'm really proud of we'd love to see a wider team and that said i just had an editorial meeting last night uh, most of the regular players couldn't attend for whatever reason. We usually do this in between every issue, like right after an issue drops, we'll have an editorial meeting for the next coming issue. Where everybody gets their assignments. And they start writing. Everybody, as it turned out last night, uh, Talia put out a call uh, for new contributors and we got a bunch. So love that those people joined. Um, it's a pretty diverse group. Uh, they all, you're going to see a lot of new faces in the upcoming issue as a result. But if you're ever interested in volunteering for the magazine, you want to write uh, we're here for the way this magazine is produced is a little bit different where like uh, it's for a membership, right? So I don't really have as much of a freelance budget or a budget to have staff writers. There's, that's kind of non-existent. There's a little bit of a budget, but it's, 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 you know, it's pretty much, it's very limited for, for specific things. So we have members who contribute, whether that's writing about events in your, you know, that your chapter might hold or events that you might attend or drives you might did or might've done uh, or, or, you know, we have feature cars. We do. We typically have a bunch of story ideas that we throw on the storyboard for the next issue, and then we go through those, see who wants to take which assignments, and then people give their own story pitches. 
uh, and we can go with them as well. So again, for the next issue, we're going to do a vintage theme. Uh, that was mostly the focus last night. Some of the pitches we got weren't exactly vintage themes, so they might go in the next issue after that, but uh, it's going to be neat. You're going to see a lot of new faces, and we're always open to more. And if you're not an experienced writer um, or experienced photographer, we'll try and hook you up with an experienced photographer uh, to, to get that done, and we can certainly we get all levels of writer. Uh, so some people come in and we really don't touch it much at all. Others, they might want it to be a little more hands-on and, and we can kind of go back and forth of, of improving their craft or some just, you know, want to write what they write. And then we, we adjust it so that it's, it's up to speed for the voice of the magazine and, and edited and everything else. And then we go. So, so sometimes it's a heavy rewrite, you know, very occasionally, but, but, uh, but we're always open and, and the door is open for members who want to take part. If you're not a member and you want to take part, Still love to have you, but join the club because that's uh, that's probably why you're getting the magazine in the first place. Um, we're going to go all night if I keep going long on these answers this way. So <laughs> I'd ask Talia what she thinks, but she's muted. Oh, she can be muted. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with everything you said, George. Um, I, you. I know it's I, I know a lot of people want to see more diversity, and um, I think it really just comes down to we are our doors are always open. So it'd be great to see more people. And if you've got an idea, even for an article, um, write into us at admin at audiclubna.org and, and we'll talk to you. And, and even if you're not that great of a writer, um, we've got plenty of editing teams here that can help kind of work off of uh, potentially one of your ideas. So yeah. definitely reach out, thing, don't be scared. Plan on that. One thing that came up last night with all the new writers who volunteer this time around, we have kind of two types of write. When you're talking about like a lower experience level with writing, uh, we have kind of two types of contributors at that level. We have some people who are kind of just starting and want to kind of hone their craft and get better at it. Um, and if they're contributing, I, I, what I asked them last night was please contribute earlier so we have more time to get through it, edit it, and, and get back to them, and it can be more collaborative. Then we have other people who just want to write what they write. They trust us to cover it and, and, and massage it for the magazine uh, and, and run, and, and so that can come in a little bit later. But, but um, again, we can work with all types, so... Uh, I mean, hear. you worked with me, yeah. so. <laughs> oh. Now that's either he's either plugging himself as a badass, or, or he's self-deprecating. Which is it, Bill? Uh, you, yes, it's reader choice today. Okay, you do look like a newscaster with that screen behind you. Just, just saying that RS three just popped up. Good looking car. Anyway, um. For those who can't see, if you're listening to the podcast, Bill is sitting in front of a screen with a rotation of Audi imagery behind him. So he looks like a newscaster. Um, all right. Let's see here. <laughs> I never read it. <laughs> so I guess I guess that's... Uh, I never remember. read it. <laughs> they never read it. So uh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, next up, unbiased road tests of new models. Uh, I'd like to think we do our best to be unbiased. Uh, mileage road tests of older models showing uh, pluses and negatives after 50,000. Boy, that's interesting. About how do you, or 75,000, 100,000. How do you control that, though? I'd like to do it, but man, that suggests resources of... Well, I'll tell you what we are doing right now. I bought the RS6, and it's cool. So we tr we're trying to do kind of a almost like a long-term test like Motor Trend does. Um, those are usually long-term loans from the manufacturer. Audi doesn't really do those as much anymore. They used to do, most of the magazines did these back in the day. I did them at Fortitude. Um, but we are doing kind of like a four seasons test. So like a year of testing. And I've already got like, bought the car with five, 6,000 miles on it. And it's already got like 13. Uh, and that was last August. So we're, we're definitely driving it, logging some miles on it. And we're kind of uh, touching on that. The hard part with like taking an older car and talking about, how it's holding up is like, if, if you're buying a, a used car, you don't really know how it was treated before you. So I don't know that that's really indicative um, or, you know, or, or the typical, what you might expect. So not sure how we would do that, but if that's your comment or you have ideas about how we might do that, it's really interesting to you. Drop us a line. Hi Rico. Appreciate the smiley face. Good to see you, man. I hope you're doing well. I think, you, yeah, I think I saw you had COVID recently. So I hope uh, probably just sitting through sitting through uh, your quarantine, listening to our conversation. So hopefully oh, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, here. Add more short stories on unique chapter events, uh, cars and coffee events. Okay, so that's an ask, right? Like yes. for chapters, we've had some great stuff these last few issues. It's the slow time of year, so you don't see a lot right now. But uh, 
if you're doing an event, whether it's a chapter event or whether it's even a, uh, you know, you're just going to a, a car show that's in your area that maybe isn't the chapter, but you want to provide some coverage. I need the story written up. I need to know what's coming in. That helps. Like, like two issues ago, I got a bunch of contributions that didn't know they were coming. We had to scramble to, you know, shorten stuff and kick some stuff out and play around to get it all in the book. We'll do our best to get it in the book, but I have one stipulation, photography. We need good photography. That's the one thing, like we can rewrite and go to websites and stalk in a show that we didn't attend, but like talk about it anyway. I actually caught crap once because I did that on Vortex and uh, they had stuff on their website listed as activities that they didn't do. And then I was called a poser. <laughs> and I read it off the website. So, I, I, so like, I think I remember that one, George. So <laughs> Mark what Madness. Love you guys. Yes. We should do some Audi, some Audi uh, stuff there. I think I drove my, my 4,000 there. I've had that car that long, but like love that show camping old cars but it was all mark ones and audi had the polos and stuff but we never had a mark one anyway uh, uh so yeah where i'm going with that is get some good photos take as many as you can take a real camera if you can but if you have a good iphone then sometimes that can can work or android. honestly or android George, yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Well, so what you don't know is the reason I'm having I'm not on camera is because the the pixelation is just so bad that you guys couldn't even see my face. So, oh, Tommy, you know, yeah. those androids. Shaking oh. my head, yeah, side to side, as in no. For those on audio, so um, all right, so take photos, and and I will say when we when we um while the new phones are getting better. When you put things, I'm holding a magazine up. When you when you put things on a cover or on a page, you need big res. So the biggest you can get us, uh, the better. If you're not sure of your photography skills, take a lot of photos because when you shoot a lot, there's still going to be some good stuff in there, something we can use, and our layout editor will have more choices. But if you don't do photos, I can't really cover your event, right? We can right. do it on the, you know, we get a couple low res photos. We can put it on the website and do something on the blog, but in print. I need to know what's coming and I need photos. Those are the two things I can't really work around. So love to do more. And that's a great suggestion, whoever said that. Uh, but please take photos. Yes. And, and, and you know, on, thing, on the flip, oh, Talia, please go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say the only suggestion I have as well is lean on your chapter, um, you know, reach out to people in your chapter that might be attending or that are, you know, uh, any kind of photographer and ask them for help as well. Yep. And uh, I was yeah. gonna say on, on the flip side of the magazine, uh, I, I run a blog and I always want to showcase what the chapters are doing. Uh, I'll be at their own show or if they're at somewhere, somewhere else, their own event. Uh, so I'm always constantly asking, um, you know, just like George said, take a ton of pictures. Um, uh, he has limited space in the magazine, obviously for the layouts uh, situation, but I can upload photos like crazy on the blog. And, I, but, and I want, you know, obviously it's, uh, to showcase what our chapters are working hard out there doing. So send it to me. So spe speaking of that segue, next comment is more space dedicated to regional club updates. So we do at the back of the book, we do like, if you get like college magazine, you know how they have like every year, the alumni book, I can they'll have like the, alumni. the class of, yeah, <laughs> the, the class of 1999 had a, you know, rager at some bar or something. We do the same, uh, for all the chapters in the back of the book and some chapters that have more active groups underneath them. Um, Florida is a great example. They they're, do a really good job with their regions. Uh, but even if you're like another club, I know some, some, some independent clubs have kind of joined up with a couple of our chapters like Carolinas and Tennessee. If you want to have a presence for your group, that's fine. Submit it with the chapter uh, and, and note it as you, your group. And we can, we can make sure that's listed in there. But we typically earmark in most issues, we earmark about, I don't know, what is it, five or seven pages for chapter updates. And it's a range of what we get, guys. And, and often it's like, we have 32 chapters right now. It's hurting through 32 different cats to get updates. Some chapters are better than others. Some are awesome. A lot of them are quite awesome and we get a pretty regular contribution. But if you don't see it from your chapter regularly too, for whatever reason, and you think it ought to be, like maybe you're in one of those chapters that just never submits, uh, we don't list all the chapters. Like we don't list the ones who haven't submitted because we don't want to make them look bad. But like, you know, sometimes they miss. I'm not, I'm not trying to beat up on anybody who's not contributing, but we'd love to see contributions from your chapter there. So if you're not seeing it, try and you can reach out to us if you don't know who your chapter leadership is. Uh, a couple of times, I live in Eastern PA, for instance. So if for some reason 
I don't see something coming in from uh, Eastern PA. Uh, occasionally we miss it. Then I will write something just because I'm not president of Eastern PA. But if we missed it, I can at least give a couple updates from what I know is going on in the place. Uh, so, so if you're in a particular place and you're not seeing an update from your chapter, you want to make an update, feel free. We'd love to, we'd love to get more updates from those chapters. If you're an unaffiliated club and you want to be associated in the magazine and whatever, reach out to us. We're working on some programs with that uh, that we're going to be launching this year. But like, yeah, that's that. Uh, let's hear everything is great. Of course it is. Um, more frequent. That'd be cool to do. It requires budget. Uh, we're working on it. One of the things we're trying to do, I'd love to do like an annual. So like maybe that would allow us to do like one extra issue per year and then maybe add a second, get to the point where we're going six a year. But that's going to be kind of a step thing. And right now we're a little understaffed. What you're looking at right now, the, the, well, I think you're seeing two of us on Facebook, but Tali as well, the, the three of us are the full-time staff at the moment. And um, pre-pandemic, this was like a seven-person, seven-five-person team. I don't know who the other two people I'm counting, but this was a five-person team. So, and even there, I think we were spread a little thin. So we're, we're running um, lean right now and kind of building back post-pandemic. Things are coming back to the organization, but, but um, I, you know, where I'm going with that is we'd like to do more issues. It does take a lot of time. And so uh, we're hoping to do more. We'll get some sponsors behind that so we don't have to adjust anything up on uh, further on. The, uh, one of the main costs with your membership is the cost of the magazine. So for us to another, add another magazine, we got to add advertising and income to support it, or we need to up prices uh, in a way that would add more magazines in as well. And, and, uh, so yeah, we'll try and do more frequent. That's nice. I like to think he likes what he, or he or she likes what they're getting. So, um, there you go. Uh, let me see. You could put me and my car in it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know who it was, but that's awesome. Uh, uh, let's see. It would be nice to have more issues the same as before. Uh, I haven't hey, but, received one, but what about the best comment that, that came through? You know what I'm talking about. I don't. No? The one no. about more pictures of me? Come on. More pictures of you? Yes. Was it from your wife? Yeah. Or your mom? No. My, my mom. mom. I think my, my mom, mom commented. <laughs> my mom commented and said, make every page about George. <laughs> um, but my mom's not an addict member, so there you go. Okay. Uh, you were saying. Love you, mom. <laughs> Let's see here. I haven't received one. So real quick, if you are a member and you're not receiving them for some reason it could be a number of things it could be that membership expired that you don't know for some reason it could be that your address is wrong in our system we do have interestingly when you go to print a magazine who's a little behind the the uh the curtain details guys so when you go to print a magazine when the printer every time before we go to print the printer will check your address against the u.s postal services list of addresses so if it's not a real address or that person has moved or whatever that data comes back and uh, we do our best to keep rest. If they leave a new address, uh, that typically gets caught and flagged on our end. Uh, but make sure that your information is up to date with us. And if you're not getting it, again, it could be that you maybe have expired. Uh, or it could be maybe, you know, we see all the time people on the Facebook group who's listening now uh, may not be a member of Audi Club, but they want to get the magazine. Join Audi Club, AudiClub.na.org. Click on the join button. Go ahead and join. Um, but we want to get that resolved regardless. So email admin at audiclubanando.org or email bill.cho at audiclubanando.org. Let us know your name. Let us know your issue. We'll get to the bottom of it. And there you go. I just um, actually had someone write in with a new event segment idea. Uh, it's called uh, Driving with Dave. And uh, Dave says he wants to drive Audis around the country and have us just pay and have him write in about how awesome it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if we can make it financially viable, and you're making some interesting content, I'm not against the idea, but uh, that's the trick. Uh, so yeah, thanks Dave. Uh, no, I'm serious, if you think you got a real pitch, we, again, we have to finance it too, right? So who's the sponsor? How are we gonna make it happen? I don't have a huge editorial budget with this book. Like I said, we work mostly with volunteers. Uh, Karamanat, hi, saw your comment on Facebook. Uh, thanks for saying you enjoy the current issue. Hi, Dave. Uh, is that the same Dave that, that wanted to drive around the country? I see there's uh, a Dave who commented on that. You know, um, confidentiality requires me that I can't disclose what David is, ah. but um, yeah, maybe. It's, a lot of Dave's Dave's. it's Dave, man. It's Dave. <laughs> well, Dave, I'm, I'm game. I just need a pitch and I need a way to finance it. But if you're if, if we can do that, yeah, let's figure it out. Um, let's see here. Uh, 
increased publications during COVID lockdowns since retired and unvaccinated individuals are being uh, discriminated. I'm not going to get into COVID discrimination. And I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to be, but everybody's got an opinion on COVID and vaccinations. I'm not going near that one. That's a, <laughs> a, a grenade waiting to happen. Porsche Club does monthly magazine. Quarterly is not frequent enough. It's old news. So we have the uh, the the blog on the website, and that's daily news. Uh, so I would say check up out check out AudiClubNA.org. Um, quarterly would love to do more, but that would actually cost a bit more too. Porsche Club, just as a comparison, has like ten times the members we do. Uh, and when you have that, you can afford staff and and some other things and do volumes of magazines. When you do volumes like that, it would cost quite a bit less. I mean, it really drops exponentially. So. Uh, I, I hear you, and I'd love to do more, uh, but we got to walk before we can run on that one. Would love to make it monthly. Uh, actually, I wouldn't because that'd be really hard work, <laughs> a lot of effort. But like, I'm, I'm all kidding aside. Uh, we could certainly do it monthly if the business makes sense, and we know that others like Porsche Club do it, so we'd love to get there too. We're just not there yet. Um, uh, let's see here. Maybe an area inside where list we list all the benefits that are posted. Current sponsors. Shout out to the lifetime members. Maybe feature a few. Uh, not much is really needed as it's great. So let's see here. Let's touch on a couple of these benefits are posted. If you, if you're a member, you can log in to the website, uh, top right hand corner of the website, again, audiclubbanana.org. And there's a list in there. Correct, Bill? Yes, sir. Yeah. So that, that changes a lot, guys. So like when you have a quarterly issue and then we'll go to an event and hand out issues, back issues sometimes that are months old. A, a, a discount or whatever a relationship may change with a particular advertiser or discount or and so um we don't list those in the magazine for that reason however it is always there on the website and it's real time so um so by all means please do that again not a member join and then there's a member login area and that's where you'll find it um let's see the other one on that current sponsors there is a list of sponsors there's an index for all the sponsors in each book now that's not all the sponsors of the magazine, or sorry, all the sponsors of the club, but it is all the sponsors of that particular issue of the magazine. Uh, and it's usually near the front, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's like right after the content there. I say that, but it is here, I saw it. Yeah, I mean, I think he moved it to the back like an issue or two ago, but it's, it's. I know we do it every issue and I know we check yep. it whenever we're copy editing, we're checking all the numbers for the locations of the ads. So, uh, so that's there. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to lifetime directory. members. Yeah. There you go. What page is that? That was uh, well. In this particular, this is Q4 that I'm looking at. Uh, it oh, is okay. towards the back of the book. It's the advertisers directory. What page? And what page is that on in that issue? Uh oh, uh, page 112. Oh yeah. Okay. That was the, the issue where yeah. we added. This is the Q4 one. Yep. Got it. So yeah, currently at the back of the book. I think we had it in the front previously, but that's where it is now. Um, let's see here. Uh, there was another lifetime members. It'd be cool to do an interesting shout out towards lifetime members. I'll have to think about something about that way. Uh, and then it's great. Thank you. Um, more about members. So we are starting to do more stories about people. Uh, and I know with this issue, we have a couple people who are doing cool things, whatever. But uh, again, if you have some ideas and you want to throw them at us, you know, we sometimes know who the more higher visibility, like I know one of the stories we're working on for the next issue is Doug DeMuro, the YouTuber, has a uh, RS2 that he dailies. Uh, we're going to be doing something on that. Uh, Brian Scotto, who's a member, who's uh, Hoonigan, they, they built that car for SEMA, doing something like that. When you're high visibility like that, you usually come across our awareness. But like if you're not high visibility, I'm sure you're still doing interesting things or, or driving interesting cars or whatever, drops a note. Uh, and the other thing is we added some like, we do the member profiles in the back. And we've also added this Audi autobiography thing where if you've had a lot of Audis in your you know, your back portfolio, if you will, maybe you currently own them, or maybe you've just owned them over the years. Uh, what we've done is we're, it's more of like a last issue. I think we highlighted Howden Haynes, the engineer for Audi Sport, who's, who's had a bunch of cars. And then of course, because it's Howden, we also included some of the cars he engineered on. Uh, but like that's, we do a picture of each car and a sentence about each car and it's pretty lean, but it's, it's a neat way to see your entire back catalog on the, the cars you've owned. Um, Bill's holding up to the screen. If you're on the podcast, you may not see that, but it's yeah, it's yep. uh, it's kind of a neat layout, and and we're trying to do more things that kind of feature members like that. So yeah, um, I mean, we do we do the Instagrammers. Uh, Dennis Podmarkov does the that's his column. The Instagrammers you right. follow. Uh, we have the member profile that um, shows. You know, it's a short story of 
I mean, uh, just a short paragraph of the member, uh, where they live, what they drive. Yeah, uh, let me go into that one. So yep. if you want to get admin at AudiClubNA.org, if you want to send us a, uh, a, for a member profile, I need a couple photos to choose from maybe, uh, at least one, but a couple would be great. Name, hometown, state, or country, if it relates, right? Um, I need your your year of your car and your model, because sometimes it's not obvious that your S6 isn't an A6 because you've put, you know, an RS grill on it or you know, a different bumper or whatever. So, like, make sure that we get uh, the model because we don't want to undersell you and and uh, and the year and then a couple paragraphs about yourself. If you mean email that to admin at audiclubna.org uh, and get that to us, we'll get you in the list to get you in a future issue. If you want to be featured in Audi Autobiography, uh, go ahead and email me directly, george.acorn at audiclubna.org and like, give me a couple of photos of what you do. I do sometimes get photos where like, you're all the Porsches I've had and here, you know, the Volkswagens I've had and whatever, because we're Audi Club trying to keep it to the Audi stuff. So um, yep. I get it. I, I have a, cars that aren't Audis too. And I love them dearly, uh, but, but trying to focus on the Audi. So send that in too. And uh, we'd love to get that lined up. I know we have one lock, locked in for the next issue, but beyond that, we don't, you know, we don't have too much of a, uh, a plan for that it usually comes together as we're doing the issue. So if you want to submit so, yourself for it. So you're saying you're not going to profile all my Volkswagens? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So this is the campaign. <laughs> Hashtag buy an Audi bill. <laughs> that's what let's see here oh we got some new comments in here so i'm gonna go in and check chris may hi how you doing i think uh, somebody I'm gonna, said I'm gonna, i think somebody said i think carol said stop picking on bill just saying right right well i, that was, <laughs> I was trying to like go to the comments as sort of a smoke grenade to get away from beating up on volkswagens because i actually dig volkswagens but um let's see here uh doug bot doug Koza. good to see you dougie uh uh don't worry yeah, everybody's on Bill's side. What's up with that? And then how about an updated interview with Alan McNish? Carol Minot would love to. Uh, I will have to see where we can run into Alan. If he's, you know, I, I know he was doing the Formula E program, but this year, for people who don't know, Audi Sport pulled out the factory Formula E program and the only Audi running in Formula E this year is Virgin Virgin Racing, which Alan is not associated with. So, um, that's the Richard Branson team. And, uh, you know, they'll be competing at all. So if you go to the race in the Canada or the U S or anywhere else for that matter, uh, there will be an Audi in the field, but I don't think we'll be spotting Alan there. So I don't know what he's up to at the moment. I know he's still associated with associated with Audi sport. We just have to find him somewhere. I like see Doug. Uh, he said, buy an Audi bill is trending already bill. So <laughs> I don't know. I will say Doug, I sent him today a, Get this. Tell me you wouldn't buy this. A C4. It looks like <laughs> early, early Audi, Audi exclusive. Interior, exterior. It's green. It's a wagon. It's an A6 TDI manual, 2.5 inline. If there's not a car nerdier than that, I don't know what is. And it's affordable. It's also got 200,000 miles on it. And it's in Europe. But beyond that, it looks perfect. And so trying to get Bill to buy it. You going to buy it, Bill? Uh, yes. That's my there first you go. Audi. There we go. Good answer. Do we have a crowd cheering? No, we don't have any sound effects. We need a budget. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Tali. I was looking for that. <laughs> Tali gave us a clip. Yeah. We need a budget because we need to send Dave around the country and we need an audio track of people cheering. Laugh there you go. High five. There you go. All right. Uh, uh, we have a great uh, question. When are we getting a hard copy of Bill's 2021 best of daily photoshops? Oh, you know what? My uh, okay, yeah, that's 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 like, uh, but my wife did give me a hard copy of it. So anyway, a nice little coffee well, so table. For those who don't know, Bill is a Photoshop master of himself on in in famous uh, movie and pop culture reference pictures. So if you follow Bill on Facebook, uh, or you become his friends, who doesn't need more friends? Especially if you're uh, Russian hack bots on Facebook, fan yep. Bill Cho, because you <laughs> definitely want to see his images. They make great meme fodder. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, let's see here. Back to the, we're wandering. Uh, uh, a little more HPDE coverage of the different regions. Um, I... Anyway, sorry. Thanks, Bill. Betty White referenced, <laughs> uh, not the HPDEs, but Bill's imagery. 
All right, so more HPD coverage. Again, go back to the event coverage. Take photos, guys. There are a couple chapters. I, I will say, like calling out John Sullivan, uh, who's who runs our uh, performance driving education committee. Uh, John last year did two events where they went out of their way to like they hired a specific photographer. I don't know that you need to do that, but could you just get somebody there with a camera? Uh, so John went out of his way. They had held a card show, car show there for people who weren't taking part. Um, while they had Summit Point rented and they were able to give rides to people who, who won their classes. It was a really, really like textbook way to like really rethink it and do some cool stuff. So John killed it with that one and, uh, and took a lot of photos. The guy who they submitted, we had a ton of photography. We couldn't possibly use it at all. Uh, NEQ did the same thing last year. They did an event at Lime Rock, same deal. I think it was a, a anniversary event and they got really great shots. And in that one, it was a lot of people shots too, which we love. It shows people kind of, enjoying the event and, and a real flavor of the event uh, if you weren't there. So always happy to do more coverage for the chapters when people want to see it. If you're there, take a lot of photos, even if you're not like assigned to do it. If you want to see it in the magazine, I'm not opposed to you guys making a pitch for, you know, for it. If you don't think the chapter is going to cover it, but you want to cover it. Um, and if you've got a photographic or artistic bent, even better. Love to see yep. it. Uh, for example, in our Q3 2021, the, the Potomac, um, event that George was just mentioning uh, in it. So, you know, if, if y'all have, like George said, if you have great photography or good photography um, and somebody to write it or not, because we can help you write it, we want to put more stuff. We want to, because we want to highlight the chapter uh, stuff yeah. also. I'm going to skip over some of these. Some of it's praise, great. I'm not going to skip over the, anything that roasts us, but I'm going to skip over the praise because uh, there are a lot of very nice compliments here. So thank you for that, but I, we don't need to get gluttonous on that. One of the ones that's interesting here, Bill, the next one is I'm just not interested in receiving a magazine. So the, I think that's, we've so we've chatted about this. We're not there yet, but we are on, um, are uprighting a new CRM system now for, uh, we have been actually, it's been a bit of a project. Uh, but that's a whole other podcast or, or maybe not because I wouldn't want to be on that podcast. But um, but but anyway, where I'm going with that is like one of the things we want to add here with the, with the new system is the ability to, uh, unsubscribe from the magazine. If you don't want to print magazine around, some people don't, right? You, you prefer it. Um, you know, you either don't want to be, you know, making waste of, of another magazine in the garbage. If, if you don't like holding on to those sorts of things, some people collect them, but if you're not that person and you just want to, you know, toss it or you don't want to be wasteful, we get it. Uh, I'm not going to be offended by that. We're going to look for a way and actually brings our costs down anyway. So we're going to look for, uh, we're going to be adding the ability to do that. And in addition, uh, one of the things we want to do with the new system is to try and get more of the back catalog of magazines on uh, digitally. So uh, we'll, we'll work on that, but great suggestion, uh, even though it's magazine, a little bit hurtful. I don't know. <laughs> But no, seriously, great suggestion. Let me get so the knife you. out of my back here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. More Audi corporate tech. Uh, we'll try and wait, do wait. more. Didn't somebody just say they didn't want any more Audi stuff? But no. No, this was just tech stories, which I get. Oh, There's a lot story. of new technology coming out, and I, I get it. Uh, it. Might be a nice thing for. We do have Tech Talk, which is uh, yep. Jim Benoit, who does yep. the, um, the Tech Talk column in the back of the book. He usually covers a range of stuff, but if you have specifics you'd like to see him cover, drop us a note too. We're just usually looking for something that's current. Uh, so yeah, send that in. Uh, let's see here. It's getting better, but I'd like to see more technical articles. Fair. Uh, I would say drop your suggestions to us. And if you want to write them, great too. Because uh, the current yeah. mix of people, I haven't really had people knocking down my door to do more technical stories, uh, like how-tos and stuff like that. Um, I assume is what you mean versus technology. Uh, but if you want to do something, drop us a line. But in cases like that, though, I guess I would say we want to make sure you know what you're doing, right? So like, uh, I don't, I don't need, if you, like me, like I, I've probably, if you follow me on Instagram, I've done a, I don't know how many updates on screwing up, trying to get some seat bases attached to small oh my God. seats yeah. for my, for my Air Quattro project. And it's not been pretty for how, uh, for showcasing my technical abilities. So uh, <laughs> I'm not your guy, but, uh, but if you are, we're open to it. Uh, let's hear more road testing comparisons to other brands. Uh, hey, Audi PR, get us more cars. We'd love to do it. I know they've been great at getting us some more cars lately, so I'm not trying to beat up on them, but, but uh, we'd love to do more road testing comparisons. So uh, certainly open to it. Uh, 
more info on RS6 older cars. We're going to do an older car issue. So that's coming at you. And uh, that's the, it was when I was on the, oh, this might be interesting. When I was on the dark side and drove BMWs in the 80s, their magazines would do test drive reports on the com completion with honesty. Uh, I think he means competition with honesty. I would like to see our cars up against Mercedes Benz and BMW too. I think that's a legitimate ask, but the challenge with the way this works is most of the manufacturers have PR teams and PR fleets where you get access to these cars. And the challenge to it is lining up multiple cars at a given time to do a, a legitimate comparison. Sometimes we do them where we don't have them at the same time and we get creative with the layouts, get them close to each other and you can kind of do that comparison, but it gets difficult because uh, you know, as you might expect, Audi Club North America is not high on the list for cars from BMW, Mercedes, or wherever. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll put in an ask, see what we can get. I, I liked doing comparison stories before I was with Audi Club, and I would I was working multi-brand sites, and uh, in addition to Fortitude, and I had access to stuff. I remember one time I did a track event with like TT 3.2, Cayman, uh, which had just come out, and the Z4. Uh, th th those two were manual and the, the TT32, I think they were all DSG, at least the ones in the press fleet were completely different cars. And we did it on track and on road and like uh, they ranged, right? Like the TT was when we would time everybody and put, put uh, data recording on each car uh, from the worst to the best driver, the times were tightest on the TT because it was the most easily controllable. And then where you had to like manage balance and, 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 you know, grip and all those sorts of things. You, you, there was more of a, I, I think, a greater gap between the best driver and the worst driver. So let's say between the TT and the Cayman. So uh, it's always neat to see that kind of nuance. And if you're not in those cars a lot, you're right. What kind of situationally blind, where we don't know what the, you know, the latest greatest is uh, from BMW or Mercedes or whomever else. Uh, that new Cadillac Blackwing looks interesting, but um, you know, we don't know. So am, am I going long? Except y'all are texting each other. No, no, not at all, George. Mm. <laughs> not that's, that's no, I mean, yes, I, I, I told her, I that's told code her, for yes. no, but I told her a dad joke about 15 minutes ago and she just got it. So, I mean, I do, yeah. we did also say uh, 30 minutes, so you know, <laughs> yeah, are we at so we're coming it's up on 10 minutes in the hour, so yeah, we'll, we'll go a few more questions, but let's let's comments. Uh, any plans to add ACNA merchandise to the site, hats, clothing, other product, Audi collection, nice but spendy. Want to take that bill or should I? Uh, I mean, do you want me to go into the deep dive on it or? <clears throat> so we have some merch that if you go out and catch us in events, we have some merch that we sell at events. Uh, we have been working on getting a store with a website redesign. We'll probably put a, a store up as well. Uh, we had the T Public store with t-shirts and stuff. Uh, that was a bit of a challenge just because T Public is kind of the wild, wild, wild west with people on there with like a lot of different um you know, may not unlike Audi Club, which has a license agreement with Audi. Uh, some people don't put up shirts, designs, and whatever anyway. And and so when uh, when manufacturers go in and then kind of like IP strike those designs, a lot of ours got taken down too. So we're trying to negotiate a way to 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 get that stuff up in a way that Audi's cool with it and the public's cool with it, whatever. But in the meantime, we do have some stuff. I, I hope we get it up this year on the site. Uh, if not, catch us at events. I know we'll do like Carlisle. We'll do uh, Monterey Car Week. We do, I don't know. We'll have to try and communicate that a little better. Or if there's something specific you're looking for, let us know. But Cliff, great idea. We'd like to, as, as soon as we have that store live, we'll probably flush it out more. Um, I, I read it through the day it arrives. It's a great publication. I would love to see some photos of the entire Audi lineup. Okay. Include classifieds. Classifieds we pulled out. They used to be in the magazine. We pulled them out for this reason. We're quarterly. It's not really relevant uh, for classifieds. That's a more timely thing. By the yeah, time you give me exactly. By the time yeah, you get the, the publication, so yeah. By the time exactly. By the time you you give it to me to put it in the magazine, it's going to be even if you hold it until the very end of production cycle, it's thir probably thirty days from when we submit it to when it gets to mailboxes and most cars are going to be sold by then uh i will say one of the last cars to drive or to go through the classifieds was karen chadwick's s6 avant 
and I bought it. <laughs> so uh, I think I bought it when I was editing the magazine and I saw she was selling it and I bought it before the magazine ever got out. So sorry guys, but, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's why we don't do it in all seriousness. And I think that's for the best. I know Porsche club still does it. They also have a lot more pages than we do uh, in each issue. So a lot of the, the back of the book classified stuff is there. Um, we rather have a thicker page. Uh, it just feels a little more, um, you know, upscale. And then we, we have, of course, Facebook group has classifieds also. Uh, so we, if you look up at club and org or sorry, out club and out club North America slash classifieds on or dash classifieds on Facebook, you'll find our group there. And, and that's pretty robust. And then we'll be adding a little bit more to the site when we redesign it. So uh, shall we do, I think I see we're at 552. So I'm going to uh, just breeze through a few more online versions of all, all art of all articles. Bill is putting more and more on the blog. Some we keep for the magazine only uh, as it's our kind of premium place, but yep. um, yeah, but, but we'll put more on. So that's a good idea. More stories about old Audis, the history of the club and instructors and contributing members profiles. Um, contributing member profile, that'd be interesting. We could kind of build that out a little bit more. So many new uh, contributing members, that's not a bad idea. Um, Audi history of the club, love to do more of that. So if you have been around the club for a long time, uh, I would love to hear from you because one of the stories I threw out that nobody in the group last night had expertise in was we'd like to do a story on Frank Bedore and his, I don't know, for those who don't know, Frank Bedore is the, the founder of the club. And he rather illustriously early on when the Sport Quattro was new and not available in the US, he bought several of them and brought them in. The one Audi of America has today is one of Frank's cars. And uh, I think his kids still have a couple of the cars and several of them are kind of out there in private hands. Uh, would love to know more of that story. And um, we have our archives here, we can dig around for them. But uh, that's something where like, if, if you know that story and you want to, you want to kind of contribute to that piece, it's something we'd love to get in this next issue of the magazine. And that's one of the stories on the board from last night's meeting that didn't get assigned because nobody really had an idea of where to go with that one. So, uh, if you're listening and you hear this, we'd love to hear from you. So again, admin at alleyclubna.org or drop me a direct email, george.acorn, A-C-H-O-R-N at alleyclubna.org. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think you can find that one that says uh, need more pics of me, but that's just, you know. Do you remember when, I'm going to date, this is before my time, Bill, but do you remember rather famously Burt Reynolds, I think, posing, was it Cosmopolitan? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, lately or... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the viewers. I mean... So uh, we could do something like that. Maybe we need to had a, uh, a, a splashy center to the magazine. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's far, see here. Far away. <laughs> no, you impressed yet, Talia? Is this, is this a fun first podcast? No, this is I, wonderful. I'm just, I, I wish I had control um, so that I could just end it abruptly and awkwardly like, I, like I've done in the past. <laughs> we got five more minutes, Talia. Dead air. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, all right. So add useful information for current owners, self-maintenance tips and procedures, how to make optimal use of features, tactics uh, for dealing with supply chain cause shortages. Boy, that's, that would be an interesting, that's a timely story. I hadn't even thought of doing something on on that, but uh, probably a good time to remind anybody using the Audi Club discount that uh, dealers are in a very challenging time. And so, please be patient with them. The, the, whether or not to honor the discount is optional for them. And when you have very little inventory, because the discount only applies to new vehicles and they have like a fraction, a small fraction of their normal inventory, it can be, get a little uncomfortable if you come in and expect them looking for a discount at this time. So if you just have a little patience in that, that'd be great. I'm just bringing that up now because we're talking about dealers and shortages of supply chain. But um, yeah, we could try and touch on that. And I think... Um, I think we talked to after sales at Audi too about maybe trying to do some more how-to procedures and, and things that might be helpful there. Um, more insights into how to Audi works and makes decisions. We should do more interviews with Audi of America folks. We'll have to reach out to uh, our new PR liaisons and see if they can, uh, they can help us with that. Uh, more discounts on swag and parts. We already covered that. Uh, could there be a PDF download? Yeah, we're adding that. I think we already touched on that, didn't we? 
see if there's, yeah. there's three question marks. Any idea what that means? Three question marks? Just yeah. Hmm. Inquisitive. I would like to see at least one article on every issue about Audi technology. So that one's called Tech Talk. It's in the back of the book. Uh, that Jim Benoit, who works for a dealer in Minnesota, does that, does a great job with it. He's literally in every issue. So check that out. It's definitely in the back of the book. There are two columns in the back of the book that are Jim and also Aaron Plant, who does uh, a little bit more kind of social commentary or or uh, or things. Those are you might miss them because they're they're um, they're after like the Audi Club News and and member profiles and stuff that are at the back of the book. The format's a little bit more like in the old days if you read Automobile Magazine, like Jamie Kitman or Gene Lindemood were in the back. Uh, column uh, on the back page of the book. And so that's where you'll find Aaron and you'll find Jim doing the technology uh, thing. Yep. Some features uh, probably don't require full page imagery in the background. While often it is nice to utilize the full area of the page, I find many articles difficult to read or focus on because the print does not contrast enough with the imagery in the background. It's just poor editorial formatting. Also, many images are low quality, grainy and blown up, which doesn't look good, very professional, uh, especially when used as a full page spread. I understand there's a lot of member uh, there. You know, there's a lot of member submitted content for which they cannot control the level of detail, but the imagery should at least be appropriately sized for uh, what is presented or have someone who knows how to photograph properly. Uh, reach out to members to help generate uh, higher quality images. Sometimes an issue just looks hacked together from internet content. Um, wow. I mean, legit. No, I mean, it's a legit uh, no. hit because uh, we do take all types of photography, right? And that's one of the reasons I think I touched on this earlier. Good photography, good photography, good photography. If you're making uh, a submission, we do try and err on the side of, get, you know, people worked hard on a story. We, we err on the side of wanting to get it in the book. And sometimes with like, um, I think back on like the, the, the car preview we did in the last issue, we don't always have the highest res photography of some of the stuff. Uh, and sometimes we have to, to wing it a little bit. We do our best there. Um, I will say, yeah, um, I'll make some, in, uh, some comments to Matt too, who's our layout editor. There's some things like we can work on the contrast of the, the, the words and the photos. I will say, I do emphasize to him, I like big splashy images. When you're dealing with a magazine, I want pretty pictures. And, you know, we have this big, beautiful space to work with. We're working with a high grade material for the magazine. And when you have higher grade photos, I like doing that. Uh, so that presents some challenges for him where we used to, I think the magazine we used to box photos more and then have white space with words on them. Uh, while that's more functional, I don't think it's quite as pretty. And we also do a blog where you can read a lot of that stuff and it's, you don't have lettering over imagery. Uh, just because of the way the blog format goes out. So we try and make it a little bit, you know, we emphasize on the graphic side. Uh, you might not think that if you're hitting us on the on the photo quality. But yeah, the, the other thing is maybe we set up some uh, some photo, um, like uh, consulting sessions, what would you call it? Like seminars on, maybe we use Zoom or go Facebook Live or something and try and get some people together to do, uh, you know, we could get like Dennis or some others who have some, clear obvious photographic skill who could maybe give some tips uh on folks who want to shoot a lot of it's equipment though too guys i mean if you're shooting on an iphone uh or an android you know on a phone of any sort that's a bit of a difference than shooting on a dslr which is a bit of a difference from shooting on some expensive glass big lenses that'll really get you some great uh results so you know the best the best camera is the camera you have in your you know on you at a time something happens but uh yes we'll look into doing some some photographic seminars too that's 601 and i think i could go further i know um, you can but you know what we've already put enough people to sleep bill is that what you're saying no <laughs> george <laughs> yeah. why, do you think, why do you think talia has a camera off? oh maybe because she's on an apple product who knows right talia <laughs> yeah. i still i still gotta say it's, my, it's my actually favorite. it's actually because her dog keeps mugging her every five seconds so yeah very true. It's highly distracting. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to a couple of these comments and then we'll 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 wrap this one up. We'll name our winner. Uh, I really wish the winner could be the person who said marketing crap from Audi. Remove. <laughs> but I know we're randomly picking it, so who knows? Maybe that I don't have a name next to that comment. I don't know who said it. Um, but man, it's my favorite comment of the night. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, tread lightly here, George. I don't even know what I was saying, but I was probably saying something idiotic. Uh, last question. How does the speaker sound? I'm going to guess that's me. Terrible. Do I sound all right? No, maybe it's, they're talking about the, the, the speaker you got this morning. I'm not sure. Oh, my acorn speaker. Acorn speaker. <laughs> really great, I got a really great Bluetooth acorn speaker. And I have no idea who sent it. Do I tell you? Nope. No idea. It's pretty good though. Yeah. I would not call it corny at all. Hey, corny. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Poor George this morning was just going through flashbacks of, of elementary school and middle school and people making fun of acorn and I'm going uh, and, through my you know, head. Let me tell you, I wasn't I wasn't trying to stifle any of that at all. <laughs> the gears in my head were turning to try and come up with some punny dad joke that I could respond to Sally with, and all of them were covered today on Facebook. So um I feel like yeah. I, I can't copy somebody with their roasting jokes or their um whatever. That's anyway. Okay. I mean, so, squirrels don't have imposable thumbs, so I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> ben said, "I'm glad you enjoy the comments on that picture. Uh, it's, uh, it was a fun post. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you saw it." Tim Mascus, evening gentlemen, great to hear from him. Uh, Love Tim, and he's currently working on that Michelle Mouton car out in Michigan. So, uh, no doubt. Neat. Yeah. Anything else? Because oh, we have a winner. We have to name. Yes. For our three day rental. Provided by Silver Car by Audi, uh, and we did a. Let me get. Let me get to it. Um, I don't think I can share the screen, obviously, uh, but we did a. Boom. Okay, so we did a random check. We didn't have like George said. We didn't have names on the survey. We had membership numbers, uh, so we ran through all the numbers, and our winner is Robert Gray from the Northwest chapter uh, out, out in Portland, Oregon. Awesome. Uh, we've we've looked at the areas, the uh, silver car rental locations in the area, which is Audi Seattle and Audi Tacoma. Uh, but you don't have to just use them at that. If you're flying somewhere that has a silver car uh, location, you can use it there also. So uh, we'll be contacting uh, Robert shortly uh, with how with all the deets on how to get his free three day rental provided by Silver Car by Audi. And for reference, uh, Robert, if you or anybody else, if you want to book a silver car, again, everything they have is Audi, so you can't go wrong. It's not like, you know, budget where you're choosing every car on the aisle and they're all Chevy Cruises or whatever. But um, neon. Yeah. Um, but we both dated ourselves with those references. Neither of those cars are oh. produced anymore. <laughs> you realize that, right? So, wow. uh, yeah. It only anyway, like 40 years ago. Yeah, website is silvercar.com, and I just saw they're giving up 15% off today, too. Uh, uh, just can't code for 15. But, right. But also, yeah. if you're an Audi Club member and you log in behind the paywall, there is a special discount for Audi Club members back there. Too. We can't give it out publicly because um, we can't. It's such a good deal. Um, but log in, uh, go uh, behind the, the paywall, and you'll be able to see the discount. If you can't find it, email us, email us at admin at audiclubna.org. And special thanks to Silvercar that they helped fund that survey. Uh, and and uh, we look forward to doing a lot with it. There, I will say on the magazine, there are a lot more comments here. Uh, some good stuff. Some stuff that maybe we may or may not agree with for various reasons, but but um, a lot of great suggestions that can help us improve the, uh, the experience. So uh, thank you to all who spoke openly and honestly and uh, sometimes critically but that's okay uh and we'll we'll hope we'll i hope to improve it even further for you i still love you see this is why i have all the fans george because i love everybody yeah less audi corporate crap let's get a t-shirt made up with that so that says that yeah <laughs> i'm sure that'll go over swimmingly i bet oh, they'll let yes. us use the logos too that'll be great I, well, I guess that's a wrap. We're at like 6.06. I'm going to cut this one off in an hour because I think it's probably about 55 minutes too long uh, on this subject. But uh, but next time around, we're looking to get this back going again uh, with the podcast and a lot of stuff around in particular, either the next issue, I'm hoping to catch up with a couple of people that we'll be focusing on in the next magazine. I'm going to reach out to uh, one of the previous owners of the Urquatro we're giving away. Oh my God, uh, we're giving away an Urquatro. I forgot. We are oh giving God. away. In, should we? Wow. You want to talk about that quick? 
I mean, yeah, the one I first I, vintage I'm car giveaway. But, but it is so dog rally up. Yes, nobody tells me anything around here. But I do know that the website is go.rallyup.com slash Audi Club Quattro Sweepstakes. Uh, you can find reference to it on the front page of our website also. Uh, we do have a microsite um, uh, also that's associated. So if you go to the Rally Up site, um, you'll see the microsite there. You can click on that. George is doing a lot of that. She's trying to do a lot of daily updates. Um, we're excited because this car is uh, it, it's in our possession. It's the first time we've ever done something like this. And we've always given away new cars, the latest, the greatest. We're looking backwards now, uh, back back to the future, back to the past. So back to the past. Back to the past. <laughs> but it's cool to like, we're yeah. so, we want to do more vintage cars in the future. This is our first one. Why not start with our Quattro, the car that started it all? The danger to having this car in person, one is I'm falling in love with it. Oh my God, uh, yes. But, <laughs> but two, it, it because it's an older car, right? Like it's a build, it's a 20 valve, it's like 300 plus horsepower and and drives really great. Uh, I test drove it. But like, um, it needs a couple of things uh, that we're going to, it doesn't necessarily need them. It's great the way it is, but why not upgrade if you if you have a little bit of budget left? And I did. So uh, we're got, we've got some announcements over the next couple days and weeks. Uh, it's going to involve companies like Caro, uh, where we're doing some neat stuff. So, uh, form yeah, works, you know it, who they are. We'll get into it, that later, but it's dangerous for you too, since you have an 85 also. And yeah, can I just buy two of everything? Well, yeah. the Caro's, I guess, four. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll have to, but please. Uh, talk. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can see Talia's um, uh, uh, graphic that she has instead of her face, but it says win this car from Audi Club, uh, and it is a Zermatt Silver 1985 or Quattro Coupe. Uh, 20 valve build. Um, we're pretty excited about it. We're we're gonna, you know, uh, there'll be a lot more coming out uh, on it. Yeah, that goes that goes to end of June. So buy tickets between now and then. Yep. Um, we'll be doing a lot of cool stuff in between too. Just like the R6, we're gonna be doing some promotions. So check those out. And uh, we should probably end this. Get a little wordy. Especially a little Talia. wordy. A little wordy. Especially Talia. I find she's frankly man. We can. It's like a, it's, it's like a how it's like a fire hose just gushing out. She just you know right. we got to shut the. I'll be here all night, here. not on live. So thanks everyone, uh, all all ten of you for tuning in and watching. Uh, have a great night. <laughs> have a great night. Thanks, Talia. Thanks everybody. And, and what's up, Ryan? So he joined right at the end. So uh, hope all's well. All thanks right. everybody. Thanks. Good night. And be careful out there. As they say. Whew.